0: Right, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Yusuf Barber out here in Atlanta, creator of the Curl Sponge, owner of Diamond Cuts, and I am super excited
1: to be here with you
0: guys because
1: I cut my way out. I, can't see you culture. I, I see cut you my way, way, out way out podcast. podcast.
0: I can't see
2: Tune you us in. I Tune see you in. You we only cry like a in my hand I, I, I got a whole different plan
0: I, I, I gotta see how this
2: play out Hoping that it pay out Trying to come away way out yeah. I put the clippers in my hand I, I, I got a whole different plan I, I, I gotta see how this play out Hoping Yo. that it pay out Trying to come away way out I used to dream as a kid on the
1: porch of the crib And make it big and one day endorse where I live Bomb biggity bombs We are back Cut My Way Out podcast.
2: On location. I'm sorry, I'm
1: sorry.
2: On on location. On location. We growing. Absolutely. absolutely. We doing it big. 2021, we we, we gonna move in in another direction. Keep keep rising, keep moving, keep grinding. Um, Another episode. Here we are, man.
1: I cut my way out. Yeah, we didn't do a New Year's uh, 2020 wrap-up, but... uh, we' we'll, we'll, we'll just move on into twenty twenty one um just uh
2: all gas no break all
1: gas no <laughs> break um we got a special episode um this this brother opened up his shop, gave you a cut um Absolutely. got a lot of good content coming like you said, we're just growing Absolutely. um shout out to d c for the theme music Absolutely. shout out to Yvette, and uh, what's the name of the uh, plug? Plug the business. Creative Vision Photography. Shout out to Vet Creative Vision Photography. We appreciate you. Content coming, and we have a, a Dahar Bears fan. We are recording this on a Sunday. He's taking out the time to Not do only this
2: interview, but 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 cut as well. He he unlaced me up. Um, before we get into that, I just want to thank all the listeners, um, all the um, followers, um, everyone that has been supporting um, this journey. And we're going to keep moving 2021 full steam ahead. So as my boy Tay told me to say and, and continue to say, make sure we're um, visible on YouTube. We're also available um, on all major podcast platforms and so when you go to YouTube make sure at bottom right hand side you hit that subscribe button.
1: Yeah we still trying to get to a hundred so we can create our own URL. So for everybody that subscribed, thank you. And if you rocking with us, let us uh share us so we can get some subscribers so we can get a, a URL. That's that's we're just gonna take it small goal by small goal and you know
2: absolutely keep and it more, going. More importantly um just the content. Um, we've had some amazing barbers. Um, week after week, again, we you know, we, we want to inspire, we want to motivate, and we, we want to educate, man. And, and all of our barbers um, have been doing that, and, and this barber today um, is going to follow that up. And we're going to keep going and keep smashing, knocking them down like dominoes, man. All
1: right, well, introduce him. Have Let's get him deep deep in deep 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 here. Deep Let's deep. get him out of here so he can enjoy... Absolutely. is a bears game. It's a very crucial game. So we yeah, definitely yeah. We, we definitely don't took up a lot of time. Absolutely.
2: so so we, we, we appreciate take it. Take it away. So today, um, coming to everyone we're, we're, we're on location. Um, there's always a first for everything today. This is our first time actually holding the podcast in a barbershop. Um, great place to be here on a Sunday. Um, this brother is um, an amazing barber. Um, it's crazy kind of how I found out about him both living in Illinois, 45 minutes apart. Um, from a mutual friend, I had a client who moved back to his hometown, Decatur, Illinois, um, and told me about this brother. He said, man, I'm, I'm moving back. I'm looking for a barber. Once he got here, he said, man, everybody in town told me about this brother named Mike. Man, I said, he's cold, man. He's the coldest barber in the town, man. I asked, the brother is cold. From that point on, it's been maybe about almost three or four years, and he's um, consistently been coming to this brother. Um, he, he's lacing the town of, of Decatur, Illinois, putting him on the map. Um, and without further ado, we would like to introduce um, fellow barber, Mike Young, um, with Freestyle Barbershop here in Decatur, Illinois.
1: Welcome.
0: How y'all doing? I uh, appreciate y'all coming. Uh, it's, it's, it's an honor to be the first... It's an honor to be the first for you guys to come on location here. And so I welcome you. I feel like, you know, doing a cut process that we've been knowing each other for for, for years. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> just, you know, just by knowing somebody through somebody. You know, early on we named names about guys I went to high school with. So. I just feel comfortable, I, and, I, and I look at you lot, guys laid back, you guys looking comfortable in the comfortable way it's home, you know, and, and we networking, and I hope there's a relationship that's going to last and that you guys continue to help me as well as I can help you. Absolutely. We're going to help you guys get that URL so you can Absolutely. do bigger and better things. Absolutely. We greatly
2: appreciate it, man.
1: No, nah, uh, man, just for the record, thank you very much for opening your doors. Um, thank you very much for appearing on the show. Um, and we want to help you out just like you helping us out. So I appreciate that. when when this come out, we gon', you know, we gon' bl- we gon' blow everybody mentions up and and just, you know, get get your story, get get your work out there and do our part so sure, you know just thank that. you
2: that. Yeah, thanks for that. lacing me with the cut <laughs> yeah I, I definitely go on record saying this is one of the best best haircuts i've had man i appreciate yeah, it so i greatly appreciate it and one thing about that is it's like when
0: somebody recommend you and they look and look at your work you can't disappoint so that's my thing i, I don't want to disappoint I want to I want to show everybody that those are not nice Photoshop pictures; those absolutely. are real live <laughs> pictures that I actually did with my hands, yeah, and you know, so the Photoshop thing is big. So right. those are natural cuts, and those are my hands. So the people that seen will see the uh, finished the product. They say, there "And we go. got the content <laughs> you got to bag it up, so
2: right?" There you go. So we're gonna dive right into it. We know it's Bears Day. You're big Bears fan, so we're oh, yes, gonna get it rolling, man. <laughs> um, so, so meeting our mutual friend, Edgar, um, you know, he put me on to you, and I'm newer to Instagram. Um, once I started cutting full-time, I picked up on Instagram um, as a way just to kind of build, continue to get more knowledge um, just in, in the barber industry, although I've been cutting um, for quite some time. I didn't know much about you. We were right down the road, 45 um, minutes apart, man, but once I followed you, I followed your work. The work was superb, and also I noticed that um, you have a, a very solid following, not only just from, from from fans and you know, but you have a, a solid following in the industry as well. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, man, and, and how you became um, a barber, and how long you've been doing this. Uh, I've been in barbering
0: pretty much my whole life. Okay, uh, my father was a barber. Man, in, in, in Chicago, you know, that's why I was born, actually, I was born in Decatur, Illinois, okay. but two years old, I've been raised in Chicago, and I came back to Decatur at the, probably about the age of 22, 23. But, you know, father cutting hair, going in the barbershop, just being around that barbershop atmosphere, and just watching men, and just watching men be men, you know, and it was just like, man, that was a great atmosphere to be in, you know, going up through high school, you go in the shop, and then the guys know you by your first name. Hey might, how, how'd you play? Uh, what, what'd you do? Because I played, you know, high school football for, you know, at Dunbar. Okay. So, you know, they knew me playing football. My father bragging about me all the time. I also played baseball as well, okay. but football was my my go to sport. And to make a long story short, went to college uh, in Dubuque, Iowa, called Lawrence College. Okay. Uh, brother needed some funds, and right. you know, didn't want to keep calling home. You know, like, and I always thought, like, man, my father used to teach me a lot of stuff. So, one thing he did, teach me how to use my hand. So, it was, uh, after my freshman year, came home for the summer, my brother was cutting here. He picked it up. Okay, like, man, I ain't, I ain't cutting no more. So, I said, I'm just going to take your clippers that you got. <laughs> and I took his clippers and been, had been cutting in the dorm hallway and stuff like that, and uh you know we had uh they called our dorm room dunbar avenue okay <laughs> and the guys okay. because i it was all roommates from dunbar okay so, they're like man we come by dunbar Avenue to get a get a haircut so we <laughs> so, so, put the chair in the hallway <laughs> and cutting hair you know starting off you, you don't you know i got like 20 some years in so back then i was growing learning in one day at a time just tearing people up but me i'm a i'm almost a perfectionist right. So like if I see a little flaw, I get mad at this. I'm a walking witness. I'm a walking witness. I gotta fix it. <laughs> and I, got a fix and I take my time, and so, and I just went to college for something else. End up getting out, getting my license, and, and that's why I'm at it today.
2: So so, once you left Dubuque, Iowa, okay, so you dropped out of college. You went back to Chicago. Went back to Chicago. Okay. So where did you attend barber school? No,
0: actually, uh, we can go back. I did, four year, I did four years of college. Okay. I had to do oh, a, okay. another semester. Okay. Didn't get the financial aid to get this, you know, didn't qualify for financial Choice, so I had to leave. So you were almost done. Yeah, well, Okay. I was almost done. Okay. You know. I didn't take school pretty seriously, you know, as I should, because of like it was just like my mind was going through a whole lot of things. And, like, football was one of those sports that that got me through. So long as football season was going on, I made sure I did everything. I had to do to stay on that field but when the the semester when football wasn't going on I just did enough to get by and so like I had needed another semester to graduate and uh, didn't get the financial aid so I had to go home and I was was probably gonna be the first out of my household to have a college degree so that was that was like weighing on me I was like man stressing a whole lot I felt like and uh. Went back home, worked a couple jobs, and then my cousins came, but got into cutting hair. I was already cutting hair, got into cutting hair more. Cousins used to come from Decatur. So okay. my cousins used to come and get a haircut all the way from two-hour drive for a haircut. And I'm like, man, y'all crazy. Y'all got me two
2: hours?
0: Y'all got <laughs> some barbers down there. And so one time they bought one of their partners with them. They like, and my cousin, one of my cousins told me, say, hey man, tell them, move down there. Man, you can take over. You know, people come, a lot of people come to you, man, and shoot. And it's like, to me, it's like God was talking through him to me. That's the move I had to make. You know, I talked to my parents about it. They they didn't agree with it. Hmm. But, you know, I was like 22, 23 at the time. So I I was a man, so I had to make that man decision. Right. So I left. And But then in the back of my mind, I didn't want to disappoint my parents because they didn't want me getting into trouble. I felt like, man, at that point, I didn't have nothing to lose. So I left, and man, the rest
2: is history. That's what's up. That's what's up. So so when you moved, did you go to barber school here? I went
0: to Mr. John's School of Cosmetology. Okay. I Cosmetology School first.
2: That's what's up.
0: And uh, went there, like a, I did like 10, 11 months. Okay. Got out. Uh, it was, I believe it started... I think it was like September '99. I got done. Okay. So I was pretty serious about going to school, but once I got out, like, uh, I just didn't apply for the licenses right away. Okay. Okay. I just I had the schooling. Okay. But I uh, it took me a couple of years just to get the license. I did but the same I was qualified, thing. You know.
2: Yeah. I don't know why we do that, but I did the exact same thing. I was working in the school system finished up and didn't take my state board, I think it was about three three years later. Yeah. So so at, at what point did you realize like, okay, went to school, at what point did it click and you say, okay, I'm gonna go ahead, I'm gonna pursue, I'm gonna take that barber exam, I'm gonna get in the shop and this is what I'm gonna do.
0: Actually, uh, a lot of people like my talent. I was already—I was like—I was one of them illegal bars. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was cutting in the shop already, so okay. that—that's what kind of derailed me. You okay. know, it was just like it wasn't procrastination. It was just like I'm—I'm I'm cool. I don't need to—I don't need to do that. You right. Know? right. Like getting that money. I'm cool. I'm just getting money. I'm—I'm right. I'm, I'm cool. Like got a lot of clientele. I don't need to do that. What, what's the license gonna do for me? Right. But it's just like it wasn't complete right you know and then it was like people that i started before was just like man i'm doing this i'm doing that and i'm like i'm supposed to be doing this right. and so like you know like i said my wife i always talked to my wife and she was like man you need to go ahead and quit playing and, and take care of your business right. and so one thing about it is like a, a a a good man i always had a strong one pushing behind her. so she was pushing like quit playing <laughs> You, you playing around, and, and so when we go in and finish, it took me like three times because not that I didn't know it, just being out so long, Absolutely. you had to just not being in that class, you had to get the study guide yourself and just study by yourself right. while you working and study by right. yourself. So Re, re-retain that re-retain information. retain the information. Yeah. So yeah. going to take the test the first time, okay, remembering what's on the exam, right. took it again, Remember what's on the exam, took it again. And I, I mean – I missed it by, like, two, three points most of the time. But the last, I think, uh, I failed it. It's like three times. I think it's the three or five. I can't remember. Okay. I failed it so many times that I had to go back and do 250 continual year hours okay. or retooling hours, had to do that. And then uh, they tried to have me back on, <laughs> back on the floor working mm-hmm. like good. Mm-hmm. And, and, and one of the teachers was like, "Nah, you finna work on Yo, getting your license, right. and so that that you know, that's like to me, it's like another God moment. Right. Like, no, nah, right. you're not here for that. Right. You here about this business because right. I got better, and better, bigger, and better things right. for you. So you ain't, you not worried about that. We want you to get in this classroom. She had me in that classroom, drilling me, drilling me, drilling.
2: Took that test again, Pass. And, that, and I passed. And that was God's affirmation. Yeah. So obviously, the skill was there. Yeah. You just needed to complete. That, that that paperwork, answer. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. So now you
1: done passed it. So what was next? You just hop back in, uh, because I, you said a lot. You 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 talked about your your people's coming to Chicago to get cuts, moving to Decatur to you know pretty much, sew the town up, and you know all in the process going to school. So yeah. once you got the license. What was
0: next? Man, just trying to be the best I could be. You know, because I always like, well, let's go back, because I finally uh, graduated. I went to Milliken and got my degree. Okay, okay. So I did finish that degree, because I got tired of feeling like that failure. Because I still, in the back of my mind, I wanted to see my mother and father see me walk across that stage and get that degree and so i did end up being the first out of my household to get that degree and so i i i, I finished that and so that was that was checked off my list so then back front on down the line it was it was that licensing got that and so now it was just about okay now let's establish your own your own name you know you've been helping everybody else's business pushing everybody else's business now it's time to you know push your own and so that was the next, that was the next mission. Okay. And so like, I should be at work on third shift. Like, you know, my wife was the right hand. So she was out looking, okay. you know, looking and looking, found found where we are today. And like, man, this is it right here. We came and looked at it. It was a little bit different. Uh, next thing you know, we just went on ahead and inked it up and <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> we, 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 did, we did that. Wow.
1: Your Bears have scored.
0: I'm, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm, listen, listen. I'm, I'm serious, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm terrific. Right. you know. Okay. Yeah, Football I, teach you to look at really? peripheral over here, and, I, and I'm watching him. So, right. <laughs> so
2: how many shops? So, so one of the biggest accomplishments, I think, for any person, um, barbers included, black, white, is ownership. And that's huge in in our community. But before we even tie into that, um, because I I can't even tell you how proud that that makes me feel, because most communities you go into, black communities, we have a a large number of barbershops all over the world, but very, very few owners when you really break down the number of barbers opposed to ownership. Um, Before you and your wife actually made that move to ownership, how many... um, barbershops did, did you cut in um, uh, before that? I'm going to say about five or six. Okay. okay. Five or six. Okay. And so what what was that determining, what what was that moment that said, man, look, I got to have my own and I don't just want to lease it, I got to have my own. I think about,
0: I thought back to my my father because mm-hmm. he, le- he ended up leaving the barbershop that he was at. Okay. Then he went to another one and, uh, it was on a, it wasn't on on the storefront level, it was on a higher level, so okay. people had to look for. It. Even though mm-hmm. his name was in a in a window, you had to go through a building and go upstairs. So that's different. Mm-hmm. You know, people understand you got to understand the demographic part. So it's like a lot of his customers didn't know where he was, mm-hmm. and then it was a lot of people that went to the old shop and they didn't tell him mm-hmm. where he was, and he was right across the street and mm-hmm. upstairs. Mm-hmm. And so, like, for him to be with, around them people for a long time, I seen that hurt. And so, like, I learned from, I kind of learned from his mistakes that he made, and say like, I'm not gonna make those mistakes because I was already prepared for those mistakes. Okay. And so, going into that, like, I didn't wanna be paying rent for somebody. And so, when if say if they sell a building. Or if they're not doing they right due diligence, or if they foreclose, you lose everything Absolutely. you put into it. Absolutely. And so then you just gotta think like, if I invest the last piece of change I have to get these things going, that's what I'll do. Absolutely. And so that's that's what we did. You know, had some money saved up, uh, was like, kinda put it into it, and it we just make made the payments. Wow. Payments, and then next thing
2: you know, that last one. That's that's beautiful because we have conversations a lot, and that we have. Tay, we we all have conversations. I have conversations with all my people about this, right? Um, Just again, ownership, right? Um, Our longest-standing barbershop in our community um, was owned for fifty years, close to fifty years. Um, It was a black-owned business, man, and, and. you know, unfortunately, some decisions were made and, you know, got t- taken from up under. You know, and it, that, that was a staple, has always been a staple in our community. And, you know, you hear a lot of barbers, man, I, you know, I own my own business. I I, I, I got a shop. And I think it's, it's, it's misleading. And I don't mean to knock anybody, but it's a big difference in owning a shop, saying I have a shop, and I'm leasing a shop. Because, like you said, they come in, they can foreclose, they can do whatever they want. All you have is the contents that you have that belong to you. Might be some mirrors, some chairs, some clippers, but where are you going to set that up at? Yep. You know what I mean? So, 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 excuse my French, but you damn near got a mobile business. You know what sure. I mean? So so that ownership, to to me, is, is everything. So, Jinx, I, I don't want to hug we always get because it just gets the flow into me. Gone. So I got two things back to back. One, just for you being a middle-aged black man having kids and and, and not only kids, but just your customer base. You have a lot of young men, um, you know, a lot of athletes. We're, we're in small towns where now violence is taking place. What does ownership um, mean to you? How important is it to you? I think uh, to
0: me it's, uh, it's very, very important because uh, I'm not one of those statistics, they said that I was going to die at 18. 25 or be in jail at this age or or uh, not be at home raising my children or be a single man courting trying to see courting everything in in on the streets, you know. I was raised in a two-parent home. Was I from the hood? Yes. Well, did I live in those type of neighborhoods? Yes. But I had a strong home, a strong mother and father that worked together, and a firm father that uh talked to me told me how to be a man. He would tell me stuff like, uh, when I leave here, like if I go to work, I don't care where I'm at, you the man of the house. So that sat with me, you know, and I felt like I was a kid, but I I, I I started thinking about I was just thinking about like he had me thinking that about some stuff at an early age. But that those are things that drove me and pushed me into trying to uh do the right thing. You know, I had two younger brothers. And so like my father told me different things than he told them. It's like he tell me stuff that I, I tell them. So I want y'all, I want my brothers, I want to present uh, somebody that they can look up to as a as a bigger brother. So if they needed anything, need needed any advice they can come to me and I just wouldn't be a hypocrite. And that's the same thing in a barber shop. Like when people come in talking, you know, they feel a certain kind of way and then they, they look up to you like, I was talking to a guy probably about two weeks ago when he got a cut. He's like, man, I, I, I've been watching you do what you do for a long time. And, and that's, that's like, man, I'm saying, I've been watching you do what you want you do. Because it was a time when he was a teenager. He was getting in trouble, went to jail. And then now he's a man going to school, getting his associate's degree. And I am like, man, look, I'm proud of what you're doing because I've seen the path that you was on but now you changed your life, and I was a witness to that. You know, and, and from this chair, I didn't cut no corners. You wrong. I tell them, you wrong. You need to fix it. You need to do this, man. You're going to get yourself in trouble. And, and and working in a prison is the one thing when you go in, you see a lot of people look like you, man. And it's like, man, I was one mistake away from being on the other side. One mistake away from being on the other side. And so that's like... You can't take nothing for granted. I would, that's, that, that would be my advice to anybody. Don't take anything you do. Thank you. Don't take, don't take anything for granted. Because as we can see with all the violence going on, like you alluded to, a lot of things going on. You could be here today and go on tomorrow just like that. And we see it on the news all the time. And it's like, it could be somebody, and it's for a barber, somebody could be sitting in your shop or in your chair like two days ago. And then that'd be the first, the person they found dead somewhere, And That that hurt. Right. Don't people don't understand? As a barber, that hurt you, right. you know, because you build relationship right. Right. with the people. You know, you. It's like, man, the barbershop is like a radio station. Right. Right. <laughs> you interview people. They interview you. You talk. They talk about family. You talk about every issue it is in the barbershop. That's what you talk about, and it's like. And I just wanted to be an example to kids. You know, it was one time kids came in like, man, we come in here, we don't see how y'all dress because y'all be some of the sharpest <laughs> dressed dudes that's, that's around. So, and I just wanted that that good vibe and, and that, that good mentorship and, and that good example say, like, you don't have to do it that way. You can do it this way. And if you want that, you can do it this way and get the same thing. And you just got to gotta hone in. You got to be serious. You got to be passionate. And you gotta really uh, love what you do. You just can't. It's not. People say I hustle. I don't hustle this. I, this is what I do. This is me. I was brought up into it. it. Felt like I was born into it. It's like once I learned it, it was just like it was meant for me to do. You know, it's like you know, that's how I feel. That's what's
1: up. It's like the last the last few guests we've had that, you know, whether it was somebody's mother, whether it's you know your your father. I don't, I don't. Is it who you are? Is it? It's not just what you do. It, it is who you are. That's who is you that, are.
0: That's how I feel. it's like, it feels. Like it came just like that. It's like as I was seeing like people, cause they would bring magazines. I was seeing it. It was like I could just do it just like that. Like right. it was just in me. Right. Like like I said, when I was a cause I was an art major, so I had to draw all the time. So I could draw a picture out the comic book, and then I can. And it's like, if somebody see a picture, I can just, you know, like even with my drawings, it's detail. I'm not one of those scribble drawings. It's a detail. You got to see every line. And if it wasn't perfect, I got to get the eraser. And God forbid it was an ink pen. I'm like, I got to just. And so that's when a lot of people, one thing they say about me, they hear, man, I like him cutting hair. But he take a long time. But I don't want to disappoint the client. So I just do me.
1: Oh, you had a
2: no. Go, go ahead. No, no, no. So, so being being a shop owner, you know, this being a staple in your community sounds like you feel like you have a responsibility um, to be a model, not only for for your children, your home situation, but the community that also supports you and have also made you successful along the way. Right. Just being a
0: role model. Uh, like I say, I coach fourth grade Pee Wee football. And you just can't live any kind of way and then go tell these, give these football sweet kids, like, this is how you be a champ. And this is how you do this. But I, I got two different lives. What I tell them, my life have to line up with what I tell them. Then I have a, a son that's on that team that see me every day at home. That's when I'm, you know, like, just saying, like, you different when you're around certain people. When you're around your friends, you're like, yeah, you're happy. When you go home, you just... Making them feel terrible, making your wife feel terrible. No, My, who you see me? That's how. That's me every day. That's me. That's I am who I am. You know, I like to make people laugh. I like to laugh. You know, I'm not real argumentative. Sometimes when they get too heavy into the argument sports, I shut down and I'm just focused. I so just don't do that. You know, it's just not that. You know, it's not that important for us to be arguing over two men we don't know. They don't know us, and <laughs> just to be like, man. As a matter of fact, I'm 40 something this, this guy is young enough to be my son and we are know who the best in the world. I, I just it, it don't, it's not that serious to yeah. me. Yeah. It's, it's not that serious. And, and what I would say to like getting back to being shop ownership, whether you sh- you are owner or, or you leasing, don't do it because you see somebody else do it because you don't understand the hard work it, it entails to get it, put it together, and maintain it that's hard work
1: I was just gonna ask that question I, I mean just as far as you know I I gotta ask questions whether you want to delve personal or stay on the surface but as far as just getting a commercial business um because a lot of barbers for years they accept cash um they you know it's easy to kind of take that cash that they they made especially if they had a good day on a saturday and you know ball out in the clubs or, or go shopping but you have to show in order to get a shop maintained like you have to show a paper trail you know you have to show that I'm making money doing this, even on the leasing side, right? Like, if if somebody's saying I have a space, you have to show them that this this is the potential money I have. These so for barbers out there that that may not file their taxes or um, show that paper trail, show that they're making money. How do you mentor or just give? Other barbers, the game, as far as look man we we can maneuver, but we still have to show that we making money
0: um, my, I was young once, and I did all those things you said I did like man this this money I was seen in my hand at one time, so like like when I came to the decade, I think I had like forty dollars my name, my cousin, my sister cousin, I call her name Diane she. She put me up. She let me do whatever, and I was just like shoes and clothes and this and that. and I wish I would have just been saving the money then, but like I said, I'm 22, 23 years old, so I'm just like shoot, I'm partying, kicking, doing whatever. But when you focus and you hone in, you got to make sure you like I got you. You have to put some away right. because without that without that paper trail, you can't handle without credit, you can't have anything. Right. You know, but the good thing about it, I always had a, another job that that showed that, that that showed that paper trail. You know, because like you can't file nothing when you're not licensed right, so, for real. Right.
1: So you have to be licensed to file. Absolutely.
0: You have to be licensed. So. Absolutely. Okay, well then so that explains so, everything. So then I, why I, you, I why it's important I to find, be
1: licensed? We I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't even find, have an argument I no more. I
0: can't file nothing if I'm not licensed. Absolutely. And so like you just.
1: So so, so. because you have another employment, you could probably get this building based on income somewhere else. Based on, based but on as like far that. as, like, really, let's just say a barber—how many barbers you—
0: have been here. Just uh, we had it was full sled at one point in time. Uh, now with like COVID people, it was just went a different way. So it just mean another barber. Okay,
1: day, so. so so even when it's full, it's it's kind of like.
0: So that's what I'm saying. You when can't have. Like,
1: like you people, can't even file tax You can't get the stimulus packet. I mean, you probably can, but I'm just saying generally, you can't even get a well, stimulus you packet
2: unless you have a job. You gotta show some income. You're not getting no stimulus. If you're a barber and don't have license, don't file taxes, you ain't getting no stimulus check. You gotta put something in to get something out. How important is that?
1: Like, like I, I mean, I like I'm not in the, I'm not I'm not a barber. I say that every episode <laughs> and I'm gonna keep <laughs> saying it, but I I it's still good to info to get out there how important it is.
0: I'm just 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 say if this this COVID situation never happened. We wouldn't be getting stimulus packages. Yeah. So, with that being said, is you always have to put your nest egg away for a rainy day. Whether I don't care whatever job you're doing, like we have jobs that set up. It's like you, you work a job in uh, education. You have a job to set up. They, you have retirement. Right. You put money. You know, it's the money they they take out your check and put in your retirement. So you have to have that same thought process. So say if you a barber, you averaging a thousand dollars, twelve hundred dollars a week. Okay, you can put some money away. Yeah. Let's put just say if you put two hundred dollars of that away yeah. a week. You know, two hundred a week for your whole career. Right. When you look at it said and done, like you got some money stored up that you saved the two hundred dollars a week, and and you could, you know, twelve hundred dollars a week. You know, to, uh, you know. At week times a month, that's good money. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to be smart with your money. You know, just because you have the money don't mean that I'm about every shoe out there, I'ma buy everything. My thing is now is you have to you have to learn how to buy. When you in a business like barbering, you have to learn how to spend in necessity, in your needs. Okay, look, as a barber, what do I need? I'm gonna need my supplies. I'm going to need my uh, enhancements. I'm going to need all, like, just look for this. You're you going to need your clippers. You're going to need your whatever you use to make your hair cut. That's a must-have. That's a must-have. That, you know you're going to spend that. Okay, what else I'm going to spend on my bills, my lights. If I own a house, I'm going to have to spend that. If I got a car payment, this and that. And what I was tell people, wait, stay away from credit cards. You know if you can, if you need them, just for, to help you out on a rainy day, that's fine. But if you just steady spending and then it's like, it's using them and using, using. That's money you gotta take out your pocket. Keep paying back. So it's it's like spending out of necessity instead of want. That's our problem. Like we look at everything on TV. I want this. I want this. I want that. I'm a shoehead. <laughs> look at that shoe. I want that, but do I need that? So those are things that you have to work on. Spending out of necessity and and want. That's a different thing. And if you spend out of necessity, you'll have that nest egg when you you go away. Cause we're not. I'm 44. I started at 22. I wake up every day like this, you know, leaning. I used to get up with my chest up. Now right. I'm get up leaning a little bit, you know. We get older now, and, and now I'm I'm my time in the barbershop. I used to be here like 10 p.m. at night. I got I'm gonna get out of here at least about six. Right. You know, used to be here five days a week. Now I'm only here four days a week. And so now you have to okay, I'm I'm working less. How can I make the same money? working less, and maintain everything that I have to do. Those are things that you think about. You know, it's just like a lot of people think, like, I'm going to shop on this and that, and that's what they thinking about. But they don't think about everything else that comes with it. It's a lot of stuff that comes with that. Then, if you own a place, your place had to be insured just in case somebody snow outside, ice out there, you don't shovel up, somebody slip and fall. Who you think responsible for that? You are. That everything has to, you got you to gotta cross your T's and dot your I's and everything when it comes to business. Because somebody always looking like, how can I get something? You know, so a lot of people looking for money. So if the stimulus packet didn't come, if COVID didn't come, you still have to run your business not looking for that. You have to get out and and do it like when I first got this, well nobody here. And I still worked at another job. So I had to, if this what I wanted, I had to work that job and get here and run this place. And God blessed it so much that I don't know how He did it, but He did it. It's still here. I, I wasn't working a whole lot in here, but mm-hmm. it, it maintains. the people, people come and like, like this, 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 this me. If won't nobody be here, I'm gonna ride it. Right. I'm gonna ride. do what I have to do. Right.
2: You know. And it's something to be said. It, you, you have a whole different feeling when it's yours. You, you know I mean, what I mean. Um, but, but
0: but even when I was working with somebody else, mm-hmm. it's like I treat it like it was mine. Because that's how, when you get your own, that's how you know how to treat it. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, you can have stuff that's yours, but you can take it for granted. Like, psh, right. man, you know, maintain yeah. like, you know, all these, the paint jobs that this right. thing been painted so many times. That's my wife's department. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I just want to work and make sure everything right. up and running. Yeah. Whatever you think need to be done... You do that part. Right. I'm just gonna make sure that I'm doing what I need to do to help you do what you need to do when you see that. Like, that's the manager, she, right. she, the ma- she, like the manager, you know. Like, when I had to go, like, was working and stuff like that, and things was going on, she made sure everything was running well when I couldn't be here. And that's that's the team, that's the team I have. And a lot of people don't respect uh, a marriage partnership in that aspect, but that's the one you know that's have your back no matter what because. When you working in a barbershop, barbers come and go. People don't understand. Barbers come, barbers come and go. Clients come and go. But you the nucleus. This this your stuff. So you gotta make sure that your stuff is on point. You know, you gotta make sure the stuff is up and running, working well. People don't understand. Like when the, when the water messed up, you gotta you gotta pay for that. When the electricity mess up, you gotta pay for that. When uh, you trying to get extra security, you got that stuff coming out your pocket. You know. You gotta maintain that, you, and you gotta know how to, okay, separate. This is for shop. <laughs> this is for home, and, right. and all that others spending is out the door. Until right. you, till you, till you make up what you spent out, right. and they and understand to make money, you have to spend it. You spend first. That's why when you start a business, you in a hole. Right out the You got to deal I was just gonna
1: ask you, how long did it take for you to start making money?
0: Well, with me, just it was like uh, I was having that second job. Mm-hmm.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah. It was I mean, always yeah, there. I, So
0: it was like I didn't ever look at it like that. Okay. Because it was just like, but seeing the benefit, it probably took about, probably, I'm going to say anywhere from three to five years. Okay. That's about five, average, right? Three to five years is about average. To, to really start you, seeing you it. had to be focused and you had to be working. You just can't say, well, I got a business at the end, this and that. Three to five years, because if at one point in time I was the only one in here. Mm. So everything, when you're the only one in here, everything you just keeping it in the flow. You just everything you make is going back into it. Mm. So you're not you just like you just tre- you just treading water, you know.
1: Could you have done it without your your other uh, job?
0: Oh yes, not an failure is not an option. Failure is not an option. So I got some effects going on over here. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, so um, for me, someone who's in the industry, I'm curious to know what was the process for you to to just the, the whole ownership process for a commercial property.
0: Not just wanting to uh,
2: just say my just to have your name, but, but. I, I mean, but I mean from from an actual. Paperwork going, you know, if you went to a bank, like just with starting your own shop, buying the 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 it was all out the of pocket. Was no, no bank, no bank, no bank.
0: Money is saved up, mm. and just dealing with the per, the person that mm. owned it, just dealt with them. Mm. There wasn't no bank involved. Mm. You know, that was the blessing part about it. So you paid... So
2: can, can, you, I, can I? I do. Mm.
1: So you pay? So you pretty much just cashed? I mean, cashed out up front and.
0: No, it was. It was just put put his certain money down All right. and it's contract type okay, just, okay. And finish it off that's okay what's up.
1: okay that's what's up yeah i'm 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 the type yeah. i mean and you know he know it. either either you willing to give it up or you ain't but we going to ask <laughs> oh yeah i mean i
0: understand what, but like i am in I mean it to help somebody else for sure that's in the same boat that i was yeah. in you know and like i said i always had my partner which was my wife was there right beside me making sure right. everything else was taken care of
2: and right. i was taking care of what I needed yeah. to take care Absolutely. of. Yeah. So, being a middle-aged barber, being in the game for, you know, 20, 25 years plus, like you said, it's kind of almost a young man's game in, in terms of, like you said, you used to get up with your chest out, now you get over. Man, lean. T- 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 touching, touching the small of that Man. back, right? Man. So, when you have barbers who are coming in, um, do you make it your business? Do you feel like it's part of your responsibility to like kind of school them in terms of of taxes, just just trying to help prepare them to one day be able to mimic what it is that you're doing in terms in terms of, of ownership.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I teach them as much as the game that I can, but it's up to them to utilize the Absolutely. game that you teach. Absolutely. You know, if 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 I'm talking and not listening, mm-hmm. that's on them because I'm I'm not gonna repeat keep repeating myself to a grown man over and over again. You know. Right. That's just my father didn't do it to me, so that's not in my nature to do that. My head coach didn't do it to me, so it's it's not in my nature. I'm gonna give you as much as you need, but if you're not taking it in, that's not my fault. That's 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 yours, you know. So that's my thing is I'm I'm gonna try to school you on everything that I can, but if you're not if you're not listening, you know that's that's I believe that's that's the only person that's not listening. But, yeah, I, I, I try to school as a person because I think, like, say if somebody was to, to come in here,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, if they leave and open up something else, that's a reflection Absolutely. on you. Absolutely. You know, like, man. So when you get back, like, man, that that, that person dream came up out of here under, under your, your tutorship. I, I'm not going to say leadership, under your tutorship because you put some things on them to push them to go out there. and and, and so so that's an extension of, of, of yourself. So that's what I look at it as. I'm not looking for the, like, somebody, leave. I'm not trying to hold you back. I right. you got to stay in here. I'm not going to get mad at that. Right. I want you to get out and say because I was in that same position Absolutely. and got out because it's it's much larger than this. But just don't get out there saying, I have my own. And when you get out there, be prepared to be out there, you know. Right. And that's my job, I think, is to prepare you for the next level because everybody
2: not gonna go the whole distance with you and they not supposed to. And that's what's up because a lot of barbers take it personal, man. When, when some when some people transition and want to do their own thing, some a lot of barbers take it personal. And then, like you said, it's it's about growth because hopefully at, at one at some point in time everybody wants to own you know their their own spot. Um, and, and you said it's like a lot like a coaching tree, like you think of coaches at the D <laughs> one like, level, whether it be football or. Basketball, they have a coaching tree, and those coaches who have, you know have this large coaching tree, it's, it's a tribute to to their leadership and what it is that, that they do. And I think the the, the black community has to understand
0: that. You know, every every other culture does that, but it seems like in, in our culture we have a problem with that. When somebody else move on or, or try to do better for themselves, we try to get on their back and pull them down because they do not supposed to do that. Yes, they supposed to do that. Yes, they want to be their own man or want to be their own woman. This is like you being a parent at home want your child to stay home when they 30 and 40 years old. No, we want them to excel. It's our job as a parent to give them everything they need and tell them every truth that we can out there so they can succeed in the world. But if they make those mistakes, they have to – uh, learn from the things how and, and fix it, and they and the way they do it on their own. Because I can remember times like we didn't always listen to our parents when they told us something, and so when something happened, we we're like, man, I gotta figure this out before my pops or my mom found out, you know. So, or some people don't have their parents to to, to uh, figure it out for them. They gotta learn how to figure it out on their own because they're not those eight, nine year kids. Or you tell them how to do it and you do it for them sometimes. No, we have to teach them how to do it. And, and let them yeah. figure it out because right. if we don't if they always become home 40 50 years old like uh, right. how you do that again right. and no so it we don't okay. yeah we right. and, it, it, and
2: again you know it, it's it's kind of like sports you know what i mean you 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 give them the playbook and they have to execute yeah, you know what i mean because that's the responsibility it's a lot of times people in the
0: in the entry in the game they are you know, they inbox you, mm-hmm. call you. And you know, like somebody inbox me, sometimes I'll give my my personal number. Like, right. man, if you got any questions anytime, just give me a call. I'll explain to you how to how you do it. You know, and that's the thing, like man, it's person like that you never met. It's the one thing about the the the, the world of the worldwide <laughs> People yeah. that you never meet and they come to you like man look at your pitch like how you do this? Right. What you use to do this? How you do that? Right. And you just and you network like that. And, yep. Man, that's that's the great thing about it. There's a lot of people that that's inboxing, uh, you know, I talked, I asked questions, I went to shows and did all that stuff to figure out to become a better a better business person. Right. Not better not just a better barber, just a better business person because they understand like at these shows you you, you, you learn about barbering, but you also learn about the business of it, the ownership of it, you know, the, the maintenance of it, uh, everything. You know, it's not just you learn the whole shebang. It, you just don't own Now, if you want to go to learn just the individual thing you want to work on, you may be just a barber working in the shop, and that's what you're going for. But it's just wherever, whatever level you, you are, that's what you're going to learn, you know. And I feel like I don't care – how long, you, I've been in, you know, since 95, 25 years in the game. Still a lot to learn. So, I'm always looking, always trying to get the next edge, you know, trying to figure out the game because the game changes. And right. you have to be able to change with it. Right. So, you can't be stuck in, a,
2: in the 80s right. and the cuts don't even look like the 80s right. no more. It's right. a whole different right. ball game. You've got to stay relevant. I'll I never forget I had a um, um, barber buddy I was working with. And we just had a guy who come from Chicago, and he was using the fibers on somebody. He had seen me do some enhancements too, enhancements too, so he looked at us. He said, "Do y'all charge extra for that?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna say, 'cause he didn't use enhancement." He's like, "But if if I gotta do all that, I tell him to just cut it ball like like I do. You you know what I mean?" Yeah. And I'm looking like you know, and, and we're all. He was middle-aged as well, but I hit it on the head. You got to grow with – you're going to do this, you have to grow with the game. And, and to me, I think it, it's really about creating a legacy for yourself and the ability in the barber game to create a legacy is when you're able to make money when you're not standing behind the chair. So you creating this, this ownership, you'll always have a way that you can make money. outside. You ain't always got to stand there. When you go to work, you got barbers in here, you know what I'm saying? gonna make money and that's what it's about um but with that being said with, with you not being here so you work two jobs right you're, you're a barber and that that, that that's in you, right you're also a correction officer um what made you decide to to always do the two jobs and how do you create that that balance making sure you know what you own and and what is, is is in you you know it keeps going and keeps succeeding as well as being able to to punch that that clock
0: well like I said uh you know my wife always helped me but it's just trusting the people you work with you gotta you you, you have to have that that trust level with people you work with you know it's just like uh you can't, you, you always can't baby fire somebody you always have to you have to trust the people you work with to, to maintain a level of professionalism. Right. Because when you to me when you working in a barbershop versus your home, you have to you have to maintain a level of professionalism. And, and why you not here? But I work like I say I work uh, I work midnight shift, so I'm I'm here most of the time. Okay. Okay. Unless I have some type of uh, other stuff going on, okay. but I'm here I'm here most of the time. Okay. So it that that that's not. Man, they just scored a touchdown. Yeah, like, yeah, I made the face <laughs> while you were getting ready to answer the question. Yeah, man. <laughs> but you have to, you have, to, you, have, to, you, have to, you have to you have to trust the process, man. You have to trust the people you work with. Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, when they, they see you as an example, you always have to set the example. Mm-hmm. You know, like everybody gonna be their individual person. But you I tell them like, look, we we probably we from the hood, but we don't have to have that same mentality all the time. We, we we professionals. We gotta we gotta be professional because we have all type of people that come through here that wanna be serviced and they like the atmosphere that we, we put out. And right. so and we like we had meet we you know we used to have meetings, we had to bring the table out like that, set around the table have meetings, stuff like that. And everybody said they piece and 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 what we came together that's something everybody agree with and that's what we, that's what we put at the table now. Like it was my job to make the final decision on what was going on, but you know, that's what I did. But yeah.
1: I mean, we, we've talked a lot about ownership, you know, you having your own shop. Um, you're, you're a great barber. You know, we, we, we gotta, we gotta, you know, actually acknowledge that. Um, I walked in and we
2: we ain't going to put you on here if you can't cut, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah, inspire, I understand. You, you know, that's real talk. <laughs>
1: so, I mean, I mean the, the second I walked in and and just seen the shop and you know, you know, off off what off record um you you cut uh my my guy hair and just all your and I, I don't like to call them... I mean Toys is a cute little name for all your equipment, but, um, Those
2: are investments. <laughs> sure.
1: And, and, and so, um, I guess I, I really don't have a question. I'm just really trying to, uh, just, you know, tie it all together as far as just, um, like you, you are of this as well as not just, you know, own because you have people that, you know, might be good businessmen and and okay barbers, but just by your investment, like how, I mean, I I guess a question came to me like how important is it to you know, invest in the craft and walk that fine line of being an owner plus still barbering at the highest uh, of your ability? Uh, My thing is you you, you
0: you get out what you put into it. Absolutely. My thing is if if I wanna create the best look, I wanna use a, the best stuff that I like. You know, some people may not like what I like, but I wanna use the best stuff that I like. You know, like when I see people use stuff all the time, I'm like, man, I like that stuff. I'm gonna try it. Some stuff I bought and tried it and didn't like it. And then I would sell it to another barber or sometimes I would give it away just because I just didn't like the way it felt. You know, I didn't try. It. Some of every piece of clipper and every clipper, even the top name clippers, I didn't like that particular clipper, or that particular trimmer. I, you can have it, or I sell it to them for half price that are what I pay for. But what I like, I, I use what I like. My thing is that that gives me the best output for for what people see on the finished end of it. You know, like, Absolutely. and so like if. I'm using the best if I'm putting out the best. I'm gonna I'm charge accordingly to what I use because it is an investment, yeah. and I'm gonna I'm make way more than what I spend on absolutely. And that's what barbs have to realize. Go ahead and get that, that clipper, try that clipper that costs 160, maybe 200. Because I guarantee you, you're gonna triple, quadruple, whatever after that, that what you pay for, right? You, it, it's, I'm telling you, it's, you're, gonna, you're gonna do it. It's just in order to see it. And the reason why they don't see it, they're not smart with their money. That's why they're like, man, I ain't paying that for that. But I'm telling you, if you smart with your financial, you're right. going to see right. the paper trail. Like, man, I've spent 150 for this, 200 for this, but I made, this made, this made, this tool made this. Absolutely. This particular tool made this. That's- if I just use this one trimmer and charge, I one, this might have been $150. Mm-hmm. You can make that in a day, yeah. You make that. If I day. did ten dollar line is all day, I'm gonna surpass what I spent on this tool. Absolutely. And, 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 that, and go and ahead. And, and and that's the thing, people. They is like it's, they mislead their own self what they thinking. Yeah. You know, you just can't think, man. Like, man, that's. You know, I, I ain't about to spend that. But if it, in order to make money, you have to spend it. If you want to build it, you have to spend the money first before you make it. If you if you want anything that's you trying to uh, help yourself make money, you got to spend the money to get whatever product you're trying to use to make it, and that's that's it.
2: You got got a pretty pretty nice um, selection over there. That, the, the, that's a, a healthy investment, but that can buy houses, it can buy cars, it could take care of kids, mothers, wives, the whole nine. Um, with that being said, we, we, we look at all your Clippers. And over time, we know that, you know, the game has evolved. Clippers cost more. We've got cordless Clippers now. Um, being in the game 25 years, did you ever see barbering evolving to where it is now? The way um, barbers are out there making 100 dollars the enhancements, just it's grown to every level, all the products that are being sold. Did, did, did you foresee that? Never what have thought. Because you never really
0: understood it, the 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 hair business has been making millions of dollars for years and years and years and years. But it's it's if if every barber and every stylist collectively together coming up with new ideas, advancing the the, the culture of it. You know, just like people like rap music, what they call it the hip hop culture. I'm not really big on. I listen to it sometimes, but I'm not one of those historians. But it's the same thing. It's like people talk about the the, the, the hip hop culture, but it's the same thing uh, when you see like over time how the, the the music has changed, the beats changed, the lyrics changed. And okay, from a barber standpoint, from, you got 20 some years in From 20 years ago, <laughs> you seen a whole <laughs> lot that changed from 20 years until now, as far as the, the styles of haircuts. Right the the way they had the, the, even the Clippers, mm-hmm. the we didn't even think I don't even think coolest Clippers would have been this big in the game. It's like singers with microphones. They had microphones. i was watching right. old Michael Jackson videos. They're <laughs> <laughs> going to spin, right. picking up the cord and still right. spinning. You know. And, and, right. and, and what made me really invest into co- the to the coolest thing I, I couldn't stand uh, standing on the cords all day. That just like. It was a funny feeling, so I just like, man, I'm just, I'm gonna try to cold call this thing. That's one of the best investments that I ever ever made. The best investment I ever made just go cold. And I, I have still three that I, that's corded, mm-hmm. but everything else is. Right. And I got so many because like you might use one and forget to plug it in. Right. But shoot, I just go into it just like that. Right.
2: So for for me, you you got. I got two more questions for me, and that's it. As we, again, look at your lineup, what are your, your go-tos? What, what are your favorite Clippers? Um,
0: my favorite Clippers, what I use most is this Caliber brand, 50 Cal. Uh, my man, Christopher Burke from uh, Barbershop Connect, Facebook. Shout out to him. That's Appreciate the, the care package. He sent me those. Man. One of the best clippers out there. You can't never put the wall down. Right, right. That's what we that's what we came up with. Right. Can't put the Andy's master, that's my my Afro game. Right. The, 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 These it. The cordless or the corded ones. Right.
2: Uh,
0: you no, know, you can't go wrong with your your right. Andes but the cordless <laughs> ones. But like uh I kind of I like I like the detailer a lot too. Yeah. I use that I use the detail the most that the, the Andes I clean up with. Okay. Uh, but these uh these uh Andes uh, uh I can't even Slim. name Slim Blind L I yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I like them. Them one of my go-tos like that. I, I like didn't
2: that. I didn't like that clipper first off, man. My, my my son had to sell me on it because it, it was so I wasn't used to using it. The the case was was so small in comparison, it was difficult for me to get used to. But, boy, when I got used to them, boy, them some
0: hitter. Especially on the kids, mm-hmm. when you when they have them small corners, mm-hmm. they, they get in like that versus the wide T-edges. Mm-hmm. But I kind of – those are my pretty much ones I use most of the time. Everything else is just the supporting cast come off the bench or something like that. See if I can't use my uh, Andy's with the – I use these uh, – Envy's okay. to uh, shape the fro up. Okay. Why I use this wall, uh, magic clip, okay. Yeah, I, I like with that, I could do it with that. But it's just like it's the smoothness, the smoothness of that right. that uh Andy's massive with the surgical blade on that afro or something, yeah. man. Yeah.
2: Can't replace can't that replace that. So for listeners and, and those who will watch, if you had paid for the complete Clipper set that you have, how much money Go do you, get give it that up. you would have invested? Gone give it you know, up. You know, you got care packages. <laughs> but I just, I, I want listeners, Go I want people give to understand <laughs> why we charge what we charge and how much goes into investing in our craft.
0: I say, with the clippers I got still boxed up, brand new in a package, that's probably, you know, they a couple years old. I probably got about 30, 40,000 wrapped up in just clippers alone. That's just clippers alone, not shears. and not everything, just just the clippers alone, it's about 30, 40 grand. That's what's up. And them That's the ones, and them the, the ones I've used and even sold to somebody yeah. else, about thirty, forty grand. That's what's up. So you got some clippers boxed up like Jordans, huh? Yeah, easy. That's what's up. But I tell people, like man, buy, buy what you gonna use. It's yeah. gonna it's gonna pay dividends. Absolutely.
2: So for me, my last question, Jinx. On you. yeah
1: I got a few fun questions and then we'll get you up out of here my, half, my half time we we you'll yeah. be able to watch the <laughs> I'm second good. half i'm good. Yeah, I'm, good.
2: I'm good my last my very last question for you man um just salute to you and everything you're doing man extremely skilled man you you're, you're inspiring because this is what I want this is my goal you know what I mean um what does barbering being a barber mean to you man being a
0: barber mean to me is uh, following after my father's footsteps is just just making him making him proud man to extend the things that he he put in me to show him that you know his his, his son was listening to everything he, 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 he was telling them uh, you know make you proud to uh, invest in somebody's life whether it's monetary or just speaking to them, you know, out of out of your mouth, and just being, uh, just a mentorship to anybody that needs your help at that particular time, and just uh, like being being at this place that God allowed to be here for this 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 length of time, 11 years, and being a stable in this community, being being helped, not not trying to put out this is what we doing, this we doing, just making people feel good. And, and just being a barber, man, uh, getting people in, there out, lacing lacing people up when they get that mirror, up and that smile on their face, man, nothing better than that. When they get out the chair, hold that mirror, and you seeing them, them them pearly whites, <laughs> especially when you little kids see it, they like they looking and then they they hit you with that 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 that, that smile. That's 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 what it mean to me. That's what's up. Though. That's what's
2: up. That's what's up. Let me. Okay, so
1: Yes, Chicago, Decatur. Uh, so it, this, 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 this—the fun part. Hopefully, um, Dunbar, That's what Thirty Fifth and King. Yeah, thirtieth, thirtieth uh, and King. I'm sorry. Um, and you said off wax. Uh, the the, the shop, your father's shop was on in Hyde Park. Hyde Park, yeah. So eating spots when you go home, where you gotta go?
0: Mama's kitchen. Oh, I mean, <laughs> sure. I ain't been there, you know. I don't, you know, All right? Yeah, sure, I'm, yeah, I'm going to the kitchen. Like, that's that's what, we, that's what I do. I I don't really be craving nothing, you know. Mom used to cook some everything when I go home. Okay. You know, so, you know, but now like every time you go home, like you know, a lot of people that's out of Chicago for a lot. of, You know, they gotta hit their spots, hair, chicken, yeah. stuff like that. There's a lot of new stuff that's out there, like you know, jerk chicken spots people have. I, yeah, I ain't, I ain't man,
1: even, everybody on you know, the jerks now.
0: Right. So I ain't never had none of them spots, but I want to check something out. Right. But when I when I go home, pop has got that grill fired up. <laughs> Mom got some some sides <laughs> rolling, so I don't really go nowhere else to get right. nothing to eat. Right. So, so, that's so what I did. you you
1: you you was football player, was football, um, baseball, baseball. Yeah. So. Um, just
0: some of the rivalries.
1: What who was Dunbar rival in football? Was it at the time?
0: Uh, it was a, uh, it was King. Rivalry was a rivalry for us. Uh, who else? Robeson was in that conference. Robeson
1: for us. was was pretty good uh, in football, right?
0: You know, it was always like uh, us and Simeon was the same colors, so it was cool. always that. And Just they the y'all
1: played because they was what, y'all Dunbar was red central in football. Yeah,
0: we was red central. I think they was a blue, something like that. I don't know but we played them in the playoffs my senior year and we 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 wiped the floor with them the <laughs> yeah
1: with them. y'all y'all had some y'all had we, some we uh had some great years did you play with rocky
0: no i came after, he came after me
1: okay he came after yeah, you so I was, okay so I was in
0: college I'd go back and, and help them teams out you know like okay. in the summertime train with them uh teach them you know show them the stuff we learned show them okay. how to watch film show them how to do a lot of stuff okay. And so like I always i always had that that relationship with the with the head coach, and, you know, like last year, I think uh, he passed away. Mm-hmm. So his name was Glenn Johnson. Mm-hmm. So he passed away. And we, I went back home and saw some mm-hmm. old guys. You know, that, that, that was a priceless moment, man. You know, so it's like seeing them old guys you went to war with and seeing the younger guys that came after you, that looked up to you, mm-hmm. that you helped. And to this day, they, it's like you they big brother. That's and so awesome. that's that's what that's what sports do to yeah, you, man. Right. It's like you build – Relationships, even teams that you're not a part of, but you act, you are a part of, but you're not a part of physically, Mm -hmm. you know. And they just like when your name, uh, I was inducted into that Hall of the Football Hall of Fame in 2011.
1: Okay, Okay. congratulations. My
0: pictures, you know, gonna always be in those hallways. I was like a, I was, I started varsity my sophomore year. I was all city, all area stuff Mm -hmm. like that. I was recruited by some good schools, but I would have went in probably as a, like a three-star, and I had to wait probably two years to start. So I ended up going to a Division three school in uh, Dubuque, Iowa, which I started all four years. Okay. It was like a two two-time first-team All-Conference. Was the first uh, sophomore, the only sophomore, to be on the first-team All-Conference as a sophomore after my freshman year. Went into that junior season as a preseason All-American. So I had a I had a good career. A good college career, you uh, know. Uh, went to a combine, uh, went to a arena team workout, play semi-pro indicator. But sometimes I would the way I feel when I get up in the morning. I wish I would have never played football. Again. I tell you, I promise you that. I, I feel better. I feel better watching it than playing it. I tell you, I, I wouldn't. If I had a chance to do it again, I probably say I would. I might dial it down. Right. <laughs> I might dial
1: it down a little bit right. because it hurt getting up in the morning these days.
0: Sports. You ever make it back to the to the picnics that they be having? Haven't made uh, to the picnic yet. We, it's my my uh, wife's family reunion always that weekend.
1: <laughs> you know, I mean, because I,
0: I I got some associates that 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 yeah. went, so I know about the picnics. Yeah. I heard they legendary. Yeah, they legendary. I've been seeing them. I'm gonna make it to one. <laughs> this actually, this was a year I was supposed to get down there and go because they uh. Family reunion was a week before, Mm -hmm. and I was gonna go, and it was like COVID hit, so it was. Yeah. uh, So, but we always keep in touch. Like, uh, like if uh, in my classroom, I always do shirts. They'll call me. I might design a shirt, and they have I design a shirt, but they use somebody else to print the shirt out. For sure. So, we always have stay in touch, man. That's that's one thing about it, you know. My I stay in touch with some of my classmates, some of. Guys that, that was friends on the football team, know their kids, and we might be here. I mean, Decatur, some of them in Minnesota, Texas, but wait, we're we still together. we still brothers. I lost a couple of them and uh, lost two of my friends died. So, but other than that, man.
1: Well, I mean, we got so much content on air, off air. We've been here for a, a long time, you know, so – we're hour in. This is the "I Come My Way Out" podcast. We everywhere where you can listen to podcasts, most notably Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Pandora, YouTube. And YouTube. Hit
2: that subscribe button,
1: yeah. So, um, Freestyles, the CEO, founder, owner, CEO of Freestyles Unlimited. Um,
2: yeah, super nice bar. Yeah,
0: sure man. One uh, thing I would tell anybody, man: make sure you keep God first. Uh, that's that's the stable of everything, man. Uh, the Lord Jesus Christ is my savior. I can't do nothing without Him. It well, none of this be possible without Him. And then, a uh, supporting family, wife, children. It's like that's why seeing them here together, right. man. That's that's special right. to me. I, I I look at that. I feel like I've been knowing y'all. It's been an hour, maybe two hours, but I feel like I've been knowing y'all. Like we've been at family reunions together. That's what I feel like. That's what's up. And so, like, and I hope this, uh, this this networking continues on. Absolutely. And maybe I can shoot down Absolutely. champagne if y'all need Absolutely. anything, whatever. Right. I can come Absolutely. down. Continue to come down. Uh, with the with the uh camera service. Uh, hey, we gonna do it. We Absolutely. gonna do it. You Absolutely. know, we gonna do it. We gonna keep this thing alive. Just to start, you know, just it's a it's just the beginning you know so let's it's a new year new relationships you know and that's one of my things is as far as that I'm trying to get get out of toxic relationships and build relationships that's going to last that's going to profit myself and the other person that's in the relationship with me that's the thing. That's, and I'm taking that one day at a time. Absolutely. I ain't looking at the end the now. I'm taking it one day at a time cause I don't know what tomorrow going to be. Yeah, man. You got um, to right live now. in the...
1: That's what I think that's what COVID right now, has taught me. Making it happen. Living the moment. I mean, yeah, it's good to plan and, and yeah. just, but live in the moment. Absolutely. You know, one more well, thing, yeah. man. Uh, a brother that's helping us out, just trying to grow it with, you know, analytics and Adrian, Adrian Ridley, he, he, he. Oh, that's yeah, my, yeah, <laughs> that's my man. I forgot <laughs> yeah. To, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we got to definitely shout yeah. out Adrian, man, yeah. when yeah. he listened to this. What's like, yeah. Adrian? Yeah, we yeah.
0: played, we play football together, man, for the Decatur Bears. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Adrian Ridley, I know, man, see? Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, told, <laughs> us, told yeah. us,
1: we need to, you know, get you on, like, yeah. man, we, we need Tell to. I appreciate him, man. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, man, it's 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 you know you got
0: to
1: you got an uphill fight, but man, if if once you lock eyes on that second half, your bear's gonna be, <laughs> yeah. they it's gonna good, come good, back, good, man. Good. So we gonna get you up out of here. Right.
2: So as we and, get ready to get out of here, like we always do, man. Just want to give a shout out to all the Clipper companies: Andes, Babliss, Oyster. Um, wall you got caliber, caliber right we got a new one we got, yeah, R. We, we R. got yeah, a tag. man all of them yeah without uh, you guys, mass. Every, all of them yeah without man. you guys it wouldn't be possible for our, us cut our way out and have this podcast we, we appreciate it all
1: and until then till next time peace be unto you peace oh man now I, I went Muslim on that one but uh. <laughs> 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 but until next time.
2: Peace. Put some respect on